ready to get the fuck ASAP after this shit. Welcome back, welcome back. Y'all know what the fuck this shit is. Roundtable podcast, round of views by well-rounded dudes. Damn it, I left the blank space open for you and you just fucked it up. But y'all know what this shit is, man. Conversation with the homies at the end of the day. This is episode 46. Shout out to you if you found us via uh, iTunes, Spotify, Google Play. If not, just simply search this shit around with the uh, hashtag DRTP. And if you really fuck with us, click that blue button on SoundCloud. Show some love. But either way, man, it's been a good two weeks since the world has uh, caved. Kind of. I say caved, but it's like paving the way for progress. But how have you guys been navigating this tumultuous scene? Mm. Ah, man. Ah. Mm. Change. And, and shaking shit up. I like it. I like it. We can do it without some of the looting. We can do it without some of the riots. Uh, but the protests and all that stuff going on, that's 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 all needed. It's all required. Yeah. Been feeling like I've been kind of on the odds, though. Um, I was really... Like, I'm looking at all of this thing now, not from a bird's eye view anymore. I'm starting to zoom in on different aspects and all the conditions that lead up to some of these things. And, man, there is a very big issue with sense making right now. And I'm and others are in a battle with those who don't care about making sense. Yeah, it's the thing. Nope. Sometimes I feel like I'm Gucci Man in 2006. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> I agree. I mean, niggas even put songs about it. Shit don't make no sense. I yeah. do feel like I'm Gucci Man. Like, am I rolling? Bitch, I might be. Sure. <laughs> I'm sleeping. Right. <laughs> do I see white people crying? Damn. <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> Wild out here. Yeah, well... Um, shit. I don't even know where I really want to start at today. Um, I kind of want to do a follow up to what we were talking about yesterday. So, since you guys kind of open, let's start there and get that out the way, and then we can go through the fun stuff. <laughs> so, um, shit, man. These protests. Have any of y'all gone? of them oh yeah i've been to one i plan to go to another one today later on today and uh yeah man i mean it's basically exactly how we all kind of said it was you know it's like most of the most of the people there are just looking to spread the message fight the good fight you know without causing a bunch of trouble to surrounding businesses and things like that and then there are the extremists in the group and whatever but we could get that get into that in a second but yes i've gone to one so far yeah i went to one at uh city hall in los angeles and we had those people too 
every now and then they walk up like fuck the police and try to get people chanting that shit and everybody's like shut the fuck up <laughs> we're not here for that <laughs> and they just walk off until they come back you know later trying to incite rap you know violence and shit yep so it was pretty much how we had stated before there are multiple groups present at these events oh absolutely absolutely agitating both sides um yeah the state of america man dude i just feel like mentally exhausted i'm not gonna front um it has a lot to do with the fact that just being bombarded with like news and like just images of shit burning and motherfuckers getting hurt and while still arguing why this is all happening with people who still not getting it and shit like that i've like i've took i've took it upon myself this week to just kind of take a break and just check out because um being real like how this shit this shit not affecting you to some degree like you'd be be hard pressed but I feel like to some extent this shit has like just kind of reaffirmed that shared trauma gene that black people have I feel like and it fucking sucks cause like on one hand it's cool to see all these like companies getting involved and like making a stance and all this other things and stuff like that but on the other hand it's like dog it took y'all like it took all this for y'all niggas to finally see this in 2020 vision like fuck dude so it makes sense though so to a degree i guess you i guess you could say i'm being honest with myself here that like i got some some black bitter going on because i'm just like i'm on the i'm on the fence because like i said all this happened it took all of this to get to where we at now and then it like it makes me a little worried about the future because it's like shit if we go back how many more people gotta die before we start this fucking conversation again like um, I guess I'm just always of the mind that I don't feel like George Floyd should have died to get us here or like any other body like anybody else prior to him because like this is something that we've been like kind of talking about for like a while now well, I think that I think that at to some degree, like there, our whole entire country, and it's not just black people or whatever. I think that there is a naivete there, um, in regards to people not needing to die in order for things to change and stuff like that. Um, I honestly think I I'm starting to wonder if that's a, a necessity, like change the the currency for change is lives and blood um it sounds really extremist but if you can ever get somebody to listen to your message it seems like the loss of life does the best job of that and i'm not sure why i think it's because we st- we still harbor that that human trait even though motherfuckers try not to like admit that they have it, but like somebody dying does kind of pause the room a little bit. Um, I don't know, man. Like, it's just hard. Like I've been trying to get around the mental curve all month, like not all month, but like all week. And then like, instead of being so angry, I've been trying to like 
educate people on the fly as I see it. And uh, like there was two two specific occurrences where that it just like I felt like I was talking to a wall really, and it was like motherfuckers was like upset about the um, the monuments getting destroyed and like coming down around the country and people not understanding why and it's like why are you erasing history and it's just like all right so what are part of history are you talking about the first grade history or the real history because we're not trying to erase the real history but you are definitely perpetuating the fact that you only know first grade history right now exactly. right fucking, plus you got people who love the wave that fucking treason flag around <laughs> right they're yeah. so proud of the confederacy which only lasted five years like you're really so that proud of your great grandfather's five years of your great grandfather's life you know you know, Whoopi Goldberg had a funny ass like statement about that. And she was like, you know, the difference between us understanding that flag is that like your folks went off and fought in that war and came back to freedoms. My people went and fought in that war and came back to nothing. Still. Right. <laughs> Still came back to nothing. Yeah. It's a good if point. They even came back. Waving it around. Yeah. And the sad thing was, is, is she's absolutely right. There's definitely black people in on both sides of the Civil War. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So she's she's correct, I think. Yeah, for sure. And then like it, it's one of those undeniable um, instances that you give these type of people, and then they don't have a rebuttal. So like, um, like I said, the guy was getting pissed off about the monuments and shit like that, and they were like. They were talking about like, well, Abraham Lincoln did so much for black people. And I'm like, hold up. <laughs> Whoa there. <laughs> hold up. Because I mean, before you sit up here and champion him as he like this nigga can come to the barbecue, understand what he said he turned around and said about black people while also trying to push for their freedom. I don't I at any point I don't want or am I or ever have I ever been for the uh, freedoms or opportunities of black people in regards to like white people or some shit? Basically what he's saying is that he doesn't want black people to have the same like luxuries as white people or intermarry. But y'all can like get out the field though. But then what nigga? Like what are we going <laughs> to, what are we going to do? Just stand around? <laughs> yeah. That's kind of, it, it it was kind of a platform of benign neglect in a little bit in a roundabout sort of way like he cared enough to let people have freedoms but like only so much and then like expect to 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 still quote pull ourselves up by our bootstraps i can't even go out on a limb and say that he cared because i feel like you can't free a group of people and then still like keep them caged up like, how do you free a group of people, but then keep them, like, basically outcasted from society? Yeah, I mean, it's it's benign neglect, though. You know what I mean? Like, okay, so I'm neglecting you, but I'm not out here trying to kill you. Yeah, I mean, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> as fucked up as that sounds, you know, I mean, it, that's kind of that's kind of the vibe I get from it. I mean, all that is is just 2020 racism, is it not? Uh, yeah, yeah, benign neglect is a big <laughs> problem. <laughs> so, like, so they went for Abraham Lincoln, then they went for Christopher Columbus, and like, do I need to go there? <laughs> we all pretty know what 
Christopher Columbus is really, really about, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So they were pissed about that, and he is, he discovered America. We wouldn't even have wow. Like damn, like, and it just I don't know. It kind of dawned on me, man, and it's like motherfuckers pushing thirty, still spewing like sixth grade history at you. Yeah. I think that the Moors actually found America first. I you know who I think about the you, know, you know who I think found America first? The motherfuckers who was here already. <laughs> <laughs> and we don't even really know for real who that was. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it was the motherfuckers who was already here. So I, yeah. I'll go with them over anybody else that came yeah. here on the boat. <laughs> yeah, 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 no doubt. I mean, because, you know, you got two continents that are interconnected with a you know middle piece there so i mean what would really be the chances of some you know folks coming from central south america and settling up here straight up you know so like i don't know man like just watching the protests but i was like i was really taken back to see like you know it being such a well-blended group like crowd and then like the fact that they're not letting up either like i kind of yeah. felt guilty of thinking that oh, this is going to be a trend for a week and then it'll die down and it doesn't look like it's going that route anytime soon. Well, right now it's the most important time to, you know, keep it going because the second we stop, then they're going to go straight back to doing the same old shit. I mean, they're, they're already yeah. trying to suppress citizens throughout the country, you know, doing shit like popping their tires so they can't get home by a curfew and shit like that. There's videos, just atrocious videos of stuff the cops are doing. Uh, because they don't want to get rid of qualified immunity and they know that that's that's up for that's possibly not going to be on the table anymore for them so they'll be open to being prosecuted if uh you know if the movement keeps garnering as much support as it is yeah it, it doesn't need to lose any momentum at all um i think that this I mean, because there have been other protests and things like that, like nationwide protests and things like that in history that have lasted much longer. This has been going on for a little under a month now. You know, like yeah. it doesn't need it doesn't need to stop. But I do think that people are tired. They are fed up. They're irritated. They're angry and things like that. And, you know, that's affecting people's abilities to make sound judgments and things like that. Um but the worst part, I think, is just the whole, you know, you're not you're not trying to make any sense of anything. We can shout out statistics and stuff like that all day long. But to understand the conditions behind those, I mean, that's the that's the big thing, I think. Yeah, I agree. Um, there was a there were some narratives going around around these protests that I kind of want to see if we can address some of them. Um, unfortunately, we don't have T here to kind of give us that other, that brown perspective. But I did see a lot of people like from the brown side being a little upset that Black Lives Matter got so big. And that shit kind of made me sad, man, because it's just like, dog, do you understand that this shit is for you, too? Like, <laughs> but yeah. they they said some shit about like Mexicans and like black people ain't no different. It's like what a stop from the boat, a different stop on the boat or some shit. Oh my god! <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> oh, it's just like I mean it's true though. Like we ain't really ain't that fucking different for real. Like we kind of hold shoulder to shoulder in the eyes of society. 
So, and that was like kind of the point that I had made last episode was that like, you know, T could get pulled over and he would probably have like the same type of interaction with the white police officer as I would just off rip. And then not to not to mention like the area that I live in is predominantly Hispanic too. So, (laughs) yeah. So just off rip, you know what I'm saying? So I saw a lot of that shit. And then it was like a lot of people being upset. Like it wasn't as much outrage about this for the people in the ice ca- uh, camps and stuff. And I was like, wait, you don't remember the protests? You don't remember the outrage about that? <laughs> like, what are you saying? Yeah. There was outrage. There was just no white people involved. You know what I'm saying? I mean, if you if you want to address the elephant in the room, that's why it didn't take off for real. That's that's why it didn't take off. You ever notice how white people have been into Black Lives Matter for what three fucking weeks? All of a sudden, you got fucking council members thinking of dismantling local police. You got fucking people in other states fucking thinking about like redoing their whole the way they complete police their communities. Like, you know what's so fucking crazy? so fucking crazy black people have been protesting since we got free my nigga we have been protesting since what 50s 60s 70s at least most black people have gone to a fucking protest in their life or at least drove past the goddamn protest or at least been at their cousin house when they made a fucking sign for a protest black people have been protesting that we have been receiving injustice and people are fucking killing us and white people say for three weeks hey black people are you know being recipients of injustice and now all of a sudden shit is changing you feel me that's crazy as fuck that see and that that's why I said that's where my black bitterness comes from and then that like I'm stuck on the other side too because it's like you know they kind of had to turn around for this shit to change for real because for better or for worse I mean they've been the main perpetrators of it so when the guilty party actually admits that they're guilty then you can start going towards that you know the avenue of change and shit so then there's that component um I don't know man like I said it's it's amazing to see so many people get involved and like kudos to the motherfucker who's been loud about their stance on it like I see the motherfuckers loud I see the motherfuckers quiet but can we talk about the people who's quiet for a second because let's that quiet could be perceived as something else um there's been people on my friends list that may not have done the same amount or like high volume posts that I've been doing, but they have been like educating people in their circle on their on their own posts. And they have been like educating people that they know, I guess in real life and themselves. So I guess my question to the table here is because this is based off of a narrative that I've been seeing. I don't know if you guys have been seeing it. Maybe you guys can chime in or not. But narrative I've been seeing is basically if you don't go to these protests, then it says something about where you stand at. I agree. Where do you agree about that? 
I am starting to see that that has begun to be the narrative. Me personally, as somebody who has gotten arrested before, me personally, as somebody who has been in the fucking county for far too long, my nigga, I'm not going. Y'all motherfuckers gonna have to go for me. I will sit down quietly and I, hey, I'll support, I'll donate to whatever cause, but as far as like border protest, oh no, baby, I got trauma. Yeah, I got PTSD, baby. You got to do that for me. You got to do that for me. I'm not finna get arrested. I'm sorry. I'm not finna add more discourse to my own mental health, okay? But what I am do is I can watch it live, I can support, I can comment, I can encourage, and I can love at a distance. But me, I cannot go to a protest. And I think that there's starting to be resistance from people who aren't going. Like, you ain't going to protest? Like, no, uh-uh, I got a record. Like, I don't, ooh, no, 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 no. You know what I'm saying? Well, <laughs> you know, listen, I had three, four police officers jump on my back before. I'm good. You feel me? So, yeah. Well, yeah. do you want to, ch- for the folks who's gone, have gone, do you want to chime in on that? Um, yeah. So, I don't know that I agree that if you don't go to a protest, then you're not really about it. Um, there are other ways to get that sort of energy out there. You can do, as you stated earlier, and, you know, kind of like engage in that sort of conversation in a in a small circle maybe it's your your friends a couple of your family members something like that Mm. um at least because the the goal here right the goal i think at least in my mind is that we need to be having a conversation about this shit and even if they aren't going at least the conversation is still happening yeah so so i mean like that's not a bad thing or anything like that. Now, now this has come from white people. I've heard white people say this at protests. If you're white and you're being quiet about this, you are the problem. And again, I don't agree with that because you don't know what these people are doing at home. They might be going and teaching their kids like the world's changing, you know, a uh, little dude or little girl. And, um, you know, they're going to be people who think they're going to be people who are different than you. And that's okay. We don't know if that's happening at home. Yeah. Also, all right. Uh, as well, yeah. Um, you know, spreading awareness, that's just as important as being out there. It's, it's kind of the same thing. But uh, the problem is these people who are viewed protesting as, as bad or somehow problematic. And they're viewing the small minority of people they're rioting as uh, indicative of the whole movement. But the mm-hmm. same people will say that it's just a few bad apple cops, you know, that's fucking it up for all the, the supposed good cops. You know, it, it, I've heard that that hypocritical argument so many times, comparing the actions of the cops and the, and the protests and whatnot. Mm-hmm. So I don't think it, it's actually necessarily bad if you're not out protesting as long as you're not doing that ignorant shit. Yeah. All right. Yeah, well, no. Let me I, go deeper then. Do you feel as though now this is on both sides? Do you feel as though there is uh for at least for white people 
to be present at these protests that they're going to massage their white guilt and before you answer do you also think that the motivation for some black people to go is to solidify how black they are <laughs> yeah <laughs> Actually, I know a couple people. I'm not going to say any names, but uh, some of the people I went with, it was definitely for them just kind of so they could post on Instagram. You know, and I'm just sitting there like, dude, I'm out here like, I feel like I'm begging the cops for my life right now. And you're out here with trying to have a photo op. Like, I ain't talking to none of you motherfuckers on the ride home. Y'all don't fuck with me. Y'all <laughs> Oh, you were cool, bro. I couldn't even say any of that to him because, I mean, it's not, I mean, they went and supported, you know, Black Lives Matter at the rally, but the way they did it, it's kind of difficult to tell somebody, like, you're here, but, like, you know, what the fuck are you doing, really? Yeah. It's not funny, but I feel the piss through. I feel it. Like, I would have been like, ooh, on the way back, I would have been like how dare y'all like yeah. <laughs> dude i was so mad i pretended like i was sleepy that's how mad i was <laughs> <laughs> so i didn't have to talk to nobody so I to go off. I'm, tired. <laughs> I'm tired bro don't even say nothing to me yeah man the whole photo op shit like protested for instagram and stuff like that 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 shit ain't what's hot man it's people had like i went to a protest i had my sign and all this stuff i was sitting on the on, on the sidewalks or whatever and dude there were people selfieing it all up and all kind of stuff now i've seen some like novelty stuff like there's a really old couple there i would say that they're elderly but they were there with us protesting and like that shit i can see but like some of these people out here they ain't really hearing it and what rye said too uh they're the hoteps out there too and they are way blacker than anybody could imagine yeah, and that, that, that was for them too oh man but yeah. i mean are they allowed that space you know i here's the thing i i feel like if you have some white guilt especially if you have some extreme white guilt you maybe should need to go work that out i mean is this the right platform at the right time i i can't say you know it's totally subjective you know yeah. what you're but what I, I think is that you're actually dealing with it you are working on your guilt you know at least you're trying i'm not gonna knock you for trying but you know again like rye said i'm still a little bitter about this shit so i'm just gonna be like mm, I. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. all right like i'm trying hard as fuck to keep my black bitterness to, to myself because i know it's a personal problem that i need to work out <laughs> yeah i feel it though i definitely feel that is this is this weird though and like i don't even really understand the whole you know and this is a black dude right here i don't understand why some white people feel guilty for being white it's not like you had any control over that shit you didn't have any control over that and you weren't even aware that you were you may or may not have been benefiting from the system like the one we are dealing with in this country I think that's a two-sided issue. Yeah, for, I was gonna but, say. I was gonna say. I think it's like, no, they got fucking white guilt because they, I think it's two-sided because they they sat around and let it happen, and that's yeah. where some of the white guilt comes from too. Yeah, 
Yeah. Not so much as that they feel responsible for what happened like 50, 200 fucking years ago, but like last week when, you know, Jacob was getting getting in on Jerome about like, you know, not having a dad or some shit and Sarah didn't say shit. Okay. Yeah. 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 That part, I can't fuck with that part. Yeah. Yeah. I don't fuck with that. So like I get like to some degree like I said like to some degree I understand the white guilt because if you were present for those moments and didn't say anything and you knew it was wrong then I can understand why you feel a little guilty now but what I don't understand is how whether or not I go to one of these protests like that's like we got to stop like taking away black points and like adding them (laughs) people based off of what you do I get it but like my whole idea about this is all right again (laughs) p three months ago we sat up in here and dragged dragged fucking trumpers for storming the capitol during a COVID, right during lockdown so when george floyd happens and not to take away from anything that like far as like the protesting goes I even said this shit shook people up so bad to the point that they literally said fuck COVID. Are we still saying fuck COVID? Not really. There's still people with masks on and stuff like that, but I think the message is more powerful at this point. Well, so it's, uh, it's kind of the only time this could have happened with so many people yeah. unemployed. Mm-hmm. You know, they yeah. actually have time to be out. Are you guys going to be surprised or a little worried if they say that, like, most of these states that held protests, that the the coronavirus uh, cases started spiking? Nope. Won't be surprised at all. Nope, I work from home. Mm. Honestly, that's, I hate to say it, but, like, that's kind of the price of freedom. You know, like, people are going out and doing a brave thing by exposing themselves to potentially getting sick but like this country sick yeah no what i say earlier man like if you want if you want actual change it's going to cost some lives and some blood it sucks that it has to get there though because i feel like the stuff that we asking for change nobody has to die for it to fucking happen like niggas really just need to pull their head out their ass <laughs> that's just but what... that's the thing that's the thing that's the only way that you'll actually get somebody's attention is like dude if you want actual change you better be ready to start wiping people out you know what yeah. i mean and i'm not sitting here condoning violence i actually i would rather play the long game let's engage in that civil discourse and let's talk this shit out yeah. like, i don't want to fire a shot or have to stab anybody or anything like that like i don't want to have to do any of that because it don't feel good and coming from somebody who thinks that and yes including the racist assholes out there i think that human life is intrinsically valuable and yeah. so once you start once you start taking that away i mean that's the ultimate thievery honestly yeah i don't know man i like okay so another question so we got two folks in here that did go to protest on your journey to these places did you feel a little uneasy based off of what you were (laughs) seeing like 
prior to what was going down in other places, like the fucking police antagonizing and shit. Well, definitely. You're goddamn right. Like when we pulled up to the uh, to city hall, the the national guard was already there. They had like fifteen Humvees. You know, and as soon as we get there, they fucking surrounded us and shit. You know, so I was already expecting, you know, it to go wrong. And then at one point, the police put on like riot gear, and you know, for no reason, no no reason at all, just to intimidate us. And then they ended up taking it off. And we're just sitting there like, dude, what? Wow, that's crazy, bro. So when I started I seeing like shit LA like that, is... I was fully expecting some shit to go wrong. I feel like California been fucking like their protests are just been. Y'all have had the bad, the worst of the worst. Like it's been good, it's been a good turnout, but like the videos that show like the the National Guard and the police doing fuck shit, I feel like are mostly coming from your state. I yeah. think it, I think it's mostly like just big metropolis type areas because LA is huge metropolis. Well, they were shooting at people in Denver too, so that's, that's a big ass city too. Yeah. And also, I think it's happening in those big urban hotbeds. That's where I think it's happening the most because the one I went to is in a podunk town. But you see, those I mean? podunk towns host like some of those fucking white supremacist groups who show up to those protesters oh, to yell at, scream at everybody. Yo, it was real rap there, dude. Like everyone, you know, me and my lady, we showed up there. You know, we were walking up with our signs. We were holding hands and all of that stuff. And you know, we uh, we kind of get a little bit of special treatment being an interracial couple and all of that stuff. It's like, go oh, yeah, 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 and it's like, but as this thing is going on, you know, there's people just intentionally trying to be disruptive. You know, you know, you had your Trumpers that are rolling around screaming at everybody, all lives matter, and all that stuff. And you know, you had people with their loud ass trucks and all of that stuff just zipping up and down the street we're on for no particular reason other than to just start shit and then you got assholes out there you know old country bumpkin ass motherfuckers man who they that's what they want to do is just start shit with people yeah you ever notice that people who say all lives matter only say that as a response to someone saying black lives matter they don't ever say like, that why the saying blue fuck? lives matter they don't roll up on them like no all lives matter you know it's why the fuck is that even an argument though like that's what yeah, i don't get that i'd be like okay bitch and nobody said it didn't what the fuck? this is how this shit this is how this shit sounds to me my life matters well my life matters too yeah but your life ain't the one work. you're not the one getting fucking killed I mean, it's just I you can see my face right now because I'm giving you like the confused looks. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like what yeah. the fuck, dude? That shit just doesn't make sense, man. Like, as a rebuttal, that being a response to anything is anything other than saying like, oh, you know, only white people, only white people's lives should matter. That's the only time that when you say no, all lives matter, bro. Yeah, you know? like endangered species you don't see people like save the rhinos no save all animals like fucking use your mind for a second we're not saying only black lives matter it's like like i got i got brain cancer well i got breast cancer yeah i mean you know what i'm about to put this in as clear cut as is possible for all uh, all of the all lives matter listeners out there i'm sorry but they're not even on this podcast but go ahead i mean i'm gonna go ahead anyway just in case just in case 
I think all lives matter as a movement is the partition of patient, the participation awards of movements. Yep. Which is fucking stupid because if the minute that you try to label a fucking participation award on a movement, you're missing the point. And you're also taking away the message of that said movement. That's why I don't consider all lives matter a movement. Like it's really just a racist it's rhetoric. That's all it it's is. It's been a rhetoric. It's just a retort I mean, to people who don't want to acknowledge what's happening. Yeah. I don't never see like all lives matter people gathering and protesting and stuff like that. That's the other thing. So yeah, you I think you may be on to something. I don't think that's probably actually like, like <laughs> I yeah. have seen all lives matter protests. I was about to say because like, I wrote that in the window. Fuck y'all. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, look, the um Black Lives Matter came up as a response to Trayvon Martin getting killed, right? Mm-hmm. And then like right after it was all lives matter, followed by Blue Lives Matter, followed by everything else lives mattered, right? There was yeah. definitely protests for all lives matter. Them shits didn't go anywhere though, because they literally didn't have they didn't have the same like basis to stand on. Yeah, like what you're saying, like, <laughs> like what are you saying for real? Like, no, no way, all lives matter. Go sit the fuck down somewhere, bro. All right, Captain Obvious. Karen, listen, Karen, listen, Karen, listen. Karen and Gertrude, you take them fucking sides. They're right there on Central right there, fucking with the key bank behind them. Like, all lives matter. Like, bitch, girl, why does Gertrude sound like the only white girl with big lips? You know, if you black ones just start making yourselves like the rest of the lives, like it just doesn't, shit don't, all lives matter just don't got a kickstand. It, it really don't. Nobody is disagreeing with y'all at the same time. Like, it's just some meat ass motherfuckers. Like, nope, nobody's disagreeing with them and they're being tone deaf. And that's the, <laughs> that's the fucked up part about it. It's like, yeah. It's Are you fucking stupid? Are you not paying attention to anything that's been happening in the last four years, five years? That's like walking up to a motherfucker that's just like constantly yelling, the sky is blue! The sky is blue! <laughs> and you just like, like, I want to tell you to shut the fuck up because of what you're saying. I mean, it's true, but shut the fuck up. <laughs> I, and, and I even heard like, like, like they say, like a lot of the white people that I, I encountered at the protests that I went to, they said that all lives don't matter until black lives matter. Exactly. And I'm like, see, they get it. They understand. They understand. Like that shit, that shit took a while to turn around. But so you got, <clears throat> you have multiple companies coming out and saying that they stand with racial injustice and they, they don't want it and they're staying with the black community and blah, 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 blah. Some of you motherfuckers playing both sides. And I know it. I know it. I know mm-hmm. it. I'm hella no respect to that. If y'all playing both sides, can a bitch get a coupon code? Right. Standarding is off. Yeah, it's pandering yeah. the motherfucker. Oh, like seriously, yeah. man. Completely um, uh, obvious. You saw one company do it, uh, you know, make a statement, and all of a sudden, every single company is like, "Oh well, now we got it. We don't do it. We're gonna get accused." 
you know, this mother- like where the fuck were y'all before? Now yeah. you're afraid because businesses are getting burned down. Okay, now it matters. Secret well, not o- not only that, we may you be losing money. It, it, not only that, we may be black, but that our money's still green. Period, and we spend and lose, we we spend a lot of money. Okay, and uh, some of these businesses can't can't afford to lose that kind of customer base like that, man. So see, that's, that's the shitty part. That's the shitty part because then, like, you got these fucking businesses that's making these big ass grand statements and shit, literally on the premise to ensure that they make money, not because they actually give a fuck about the people and or the people that they employ. Like, right. that's what. And then, like, fucking Starbucks, man. We talk about Starbucks, <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, Starbucks. Oh, bitch ass, not even six months ago, had to literally shut down to hold a fucking racial injustice race classes for the whole company, right? <laughs> one of the one of the last few people to jump off the ship and be like, yeah, we with black people. And then turned around and sent a memo out to their workers and said, don't wear anything to work that says Black Lives Matter or anything like that. And while I get like from a business standpoint why you wouldn't wear certain stuff to work and shit like that i just feel like it's tone deaf to go there right now especially with what's going on in the world especially if that is your stance if that's your stance you should be willing to die on that hill right no it is weird (laughs) it's it's hella weird that y'all issue a statement like that and then retract it saying that they are allowed to do it now like what what Uh, yeah there they literally left they literally let the statement out. Then they pulled the statement back in and like was like, nah, never mind. We this is good. Y'all can do that now. So it's like that right there goes back into what O says. It's like dog, that's like pandering. And like we I look, man. We'll fall for it, unfortunately. I'm not. And a message to I these ain't. motherfucking companies, bro. I don't give a fuck with whatever CEO that listens to this podcast. Do not be one of those fucking companies. <laughs> do not do not because once this shit dies down you eventually you'll show your racist ass hand again and then you'll be in bigger shit so well maybe the company itself might change hands or something like that and you know modify the culture back to what it used to be before all of this i don't know man but that that, that the pandering needs to fucking stop you ain't black enough if you didn't go to the protest needs to stop yeah the the going for going for the the photo op needs to fucking stop because the minute that you you put that put that component to this whole today like this whole situation man like you're going for the wrong reason like straight up yep and i'll leave you with this in a war there is multiple battles you do not win the war by fighting fighting on just one front so if you apply that same logic to people educating people in a circle people educating themselves people posting people donating people supporting the protesters even having just a safe haven for them after they leave but just not going that is all a different front of the same war mm-hmm. so, facts real rap <laughs> Shut the fuck up. 
you know you know what else i thought was kind of odd though like like just the we have a very nuanced reaction to to all of this stuff going on right like all of our black lives matter protest seems to be painted in a negative light but there's also you know other countries man they all see that shit they all seeing that too they're watching us right now so i've had people from different i've had people from different countries reach out just randomly message me to see how we were doing up here like dude i've been watching the news are you okay (laughs) 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 it's like fuck man like that's how you know it's bad I've had people that I used to game with reach out and go, man, if I've ever said anything racist to you, dude, or about people or whatever, dude, I fucking apologize. I am not that person anymore. I'm like, bro, you good. You were forgiven before you messaged me, man, because your heart was in the right place. Right. You know? So speaking about, you know, educating people in our circles, did y'all see that video with the girl that was arguing with her parents? (laughs) <laughs> yeah, buddy. Man, give <laughs> hey man, give little Ashley a barbecue pass, bro. And make sure you give her a to-go plate with oh, the pop. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that shit. She was straight up arguing with her parents, going hard in the paint. They was like, shut up for a minute. She was like, No, I won't. I won't. I was like, hey, you go ahead now. Right. Go ahead on. Right. Go ahead and take that punishment, man. Like that shit is worth it, bro. She torched yeah. her mama though with the statistic fucking like uh example oh my god <laughs> her mama tried to throw some numbers at her and was just like well you know white people are getting killed at the rate of this and she was like you know what's really bad about that the fact that black people are considered a minority and they're almost either matching or still catching up to that number mom and she just didn't have nothing to say i was just like there it is oh. i was like that's the end of the argument right there <laughs> period karen shut the fuck up karen <laughs> that shit gets that, that's the number one thing that gets on my fucking nerves about conservatives and all of that stuff with these motherfucking statistics look if you ain't looking at the conditions that got you to statistics that you're arguing in a debate if you're not looking at that stuff you're not seeing the whole picture you're also if you're end, getting that same well, fucking number from fucking donald trump's dumb ass man you really need to do your own fucking research. <laughs> researching a goddamn thing, man. You know that already. Like, holy shit, dude. But I, I give her like hella props though, because I'd imagine what we just saw is literally taking place in multiple homes across America where the kid isn't necessarily racist, got black friends and shit like that, but their parents are. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. <laughs> I've I've had friends like that. I've had past girlfriends like that. Like it's I see I seeing this little girl like partake in that like verbal boxing match with her parents, bro. Like that shit is necessary. It's sad, but it's necessary. Yeah. Because like that, and it, it also goes, it proves pretty much to everybody that this shit ain't inherited bro like this is literally taught behavior (laughs) and reinforced at home like that's that's what that's what got us here and the minute that you break that mode and be like nah i'm not doing this yeah you might have to fight with your mom you might have to fight with your dad but again if your parents decide to disown you because you on the side of treating humans the way they need to be treated instead of what they look like Dude, fuck your parents. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, not only that, but I think that like like 
if, if they are willing to disown you because of that, they care more about their own bias than they do their own child, which should put everything that needs to be in perspective into perspective. Everything was put into perspective at that point. So again, fuck them. If you got to fight that type of fight in your own house, nah, it should bro. be a non-issue. It's just like, and the same kind of conversation can be had if a, a person comes out as gay in their family. If you care more about the fact that the person's gay more so than their own life and what they do with their life or whatever, then you are a piece of shit. Straight You're up. a piece of shit. Like, okay, I'm willing to I'm willing to let my biases overtake my 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 supposed care for my own offspring. Okay, all right, all right, <laughs> right. Like this shit just don't make sense. And like I said, the fact that you could sit there and argue with your own like fucking child about why they need to be brought up on the same bullshit as morals that you were brought up on is like that shit is crazy to me. Like that is crazy to me. <laughs> yeah. It is. It's wild, man. It's wild as shit. I don't know. She look. She get a pass at a barbecue for life. As far as I'm concerned, no, nobody go to battle over, you know, with their parents over stuff like this, like that. Not the long she way. Had, dude, she had to been like, what, 13, 14? Like, she looked young as shit. Probably just yeah. just fresh in high school or getting out of junior high. Was it a TikTok video? Mm-hmm. Man, look, I don't even know that girl's name, but look, dude, thanks, man. I appreciate that. Oh, she went viral, bro. She probably yeah. got her, her inbox probably full of support right now. <laughs> yeah, nah, she, she out here doing doing fighting a good fight even against her own peoples that shit takes a, a gargantuan amount of courage Straight well, up. better do that than then uh grow up with white guilt because you just let that shit happen behind the scenes you know that's what i'm like saying. We talking about earlier <laughs> trying to no, avoid that true. shit yeah that's true because that that right there could be a definition of white guilt. Her parents telling her some shit like that and her knowing in her fucking heart of hearts that that shit is wrong, but deciding to not argue with her parents about it. That's white guilt. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, um, but this, this, uh, this gives like a, this is living proof that the younger generation can definitely resist adopting like corrosive ideologies. So I think there shouldn't be any excuse as to why they're young people being racist. If they're young people being racist, know that that shit was taught and probably reinforced at home. Yep. <laughs> yep. Dude, facts. So. Your first line of education comes from your own parents. The first, the first line of education comes from your own parents. Yep. Or whoever your guardians happen to be. So what the fuck did um I like skipped over this because like I really don't want to give this dog face bitch any like limelight, but what did she say? On <laughs> You mean black Tommy Laren? Oh my god, man. That was like uh dude. What did she say? Like let's let's gloss over this real quick. <laughs> All right, real quick. Basically she was on her fucking high horse talking down about George Floyd and all of the trouble he got into and that he doesn't deserve to be a martyr or anything like that. And black people, we need to shape up and all this kind of stuff. While some of that I might be able to agree with in the, the, the finest of threads, 
I don't think that slamming a guy who got killed on camera, millions of people saw it, was the right move to make. And the whole the the statistic spouting thing that people do. I don't like ignoring facts and stuff like that, but to again only look at shit from a zoomed out view like that and not look at the uh the uh conditions that got those statistics that made those statistics possible i mean that's just that's a lost argument to me but yeah that's basically it okay fucking auntie ruckus man yeah no i knew it was some bullshit i'm glad i didn't like really pay attention to that yeah um so uh shout out to old girl um fucking dave Chappelle, man i wanted to talk about him with uh fucking celia banks but it's like not important <laughs> <laughs> It's not important now. <laughs> so I had a, uh, I did uh, take take some time and uh, check out that twenty minute special he did. Did you guys check it out? Yes. Yes. Is there any like yep. standout thing that he said that you guys want to talk about? I mean, nothing that we ain't already saying right now. But he, I just want to say he torched Candace Owens's ass on that shit. Yeah, that shit was funny. <laughs> he fucking just just incinerated her over that. He brought up a good point though, um, and he was talking about how there was there was I guess it was a cop in L.A. or whatever who went AWOL and started like hunting down other cops. Oh yeah, yeah. And he fucking equated that story to why there's so much disarray in the streets right now. And he was like, and they don't fucking get it. <laughs> he was like, you saw, so they went and killed this dude after they figured out that he was killing all these cops and killing these families. Didn't take no time killing his ass. Why? Because of what they saw him do. And y'all don't fucking get why people are upset. <laughs> yeah, dude, that's a very good point. Dude, Dave Chappelle is a fucking genius, man. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Dude is like he is one of the he's one of America's like precious gems in entertainment, dude. He must be protected at all costs. Please protect Dave Chappelle at all costs. <laughs> like, then again, see, Dave Chappelle got 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 a couple shots in that shotgun. He got some bird shot, bird shot, buckshot, 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 So go fuck with him if you want to. You might get shot at. Yeah, because he said he he. He he has a way of articulating hard to convey messages through storytelling in a way that it's so clear cut that you kind of feel like, how the fuck didn't I get this before? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, for real. Yeah. So definitely ch- uh, check out the uh, 846 special if you haven't. Um, he addresses some of the same stuff that's happening that's happening today. He kind of glosses over the fact that he's been already incorporating some of this stuff into his routines for the past decades, which anybody who's seen Dave Chappelle or heard of him can vouch for. Like, mm-hmm. if you want to learn about race and laugh at it at the same time, Dave Chappelle. <laughs> yep. Go watch the Chappelle show. Straight up. Yep. So, But, um, yeah, he... Uh, 
that shit was dope and then we got the other that aspect aspect of motherfucking what the fuck news so kaylee schmidt arrested and charged with obscene electronic communications oh yeah (laughs) she had some pretty tumultuous exchanges between her and her family which had vastly differing beliefs but they uh doxed her own family to antifa and the black lives matter and they received hella support from the ops from doing so i guess this is all under the same thing i didn't have a chance to look up on this much but i did hear her name being talked about other people look yo this uh all right so this young woman you know she's like 21 years old or whatever she's she had been to gambia on like a missionary trip it was like an eye-open experience for her right so she came back with a whole new worldview that her parents didn't agree with you know her people you know this this girl uh missouri is where she grew up you know is where she's grown up or whatever and um you know her parents are kind of steeped in the whole racism and stuff like that and uh i mean yeah what you said was true she doxed her own people which i think was the fuck up here because that got her arrested you know what i'm saying like you you can't dox anybody you shouldn't dox anybody it's shit's illegal you know and, and people can get hurt that way well, i don't know if it's illegal but um, I'm all for doxing if motherfuckers want to get on Facebook, say some dumb shit, and they got a nice job. Go ahead and lose that. I've <laughs> <laughs> seen a lot of that lately. Oh my god! Go ahead and um, lose that. <laughs> people been out here just popping off at the mouth on Facebook, and then just just walking in and getting that getting that uh, pink slip handed to them. Like, get up out of here. We don't condone that kind of shit. Yep. It's be turning into a zero tolerance policy, and I'm all for it. It should have been a fucking zero tolerance policy. It's funny that you go, you go to these companies, you work for them, and they have these whole HR printouts of what's tolerated, what is what's sexual harassment, and all this other stuff. They have a whole little section for racism. Yet, motherfucking Jacob from whatever department just love every time he see you he got a black joke for your ass like no nah. yep. <laughs> like nah man like that shit comes to an end bro like I'm, I'm i'm here for it so get these motherfuckers the fuck up out of here even if, if they got a job they work somewhere fire their ass i don't give a fuck fire their ass if you're racist you need to be broke <laughs> yeah <laughs> Period. Yeah, our whole HR Man, I <laughs> like I guess we could chalk that up to demographics 
because uh, as often, I mean, like, what do you want? Me being called a nigger or hearing a black joke? What do you want to count? <laughs> I mean, that's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is <laughs> like, what I'm what I'm saying is like, there isn't that overt racism. Like you joke and stuff like that, and a lot of people can pass shit off as a joke. But yeah, that shit is gonna get you fired these days. So just be yeah. be be warned. Yeah, I don't know, man. So this, Kay, like, my bad. I like fucking hopped off. Kayla, Kayla Smith, she got her ass arrested because she was on some bullshit. In short, correct? No, no, her parents was on some bullshit. Oh, she was only on bull. Her parents was on some bullshit. She's got black friends. Again, she went to Gambia, which is over in Africa. Was like doing a missionary thing over there. She doesn't share the same worldview. She doesn't feel the same way her parents feel about black people. And so she was battling like the young lady we spoke about a little while ago. And mm-hmm. um, she she took it too far and doxed her own people. Whereas the girl who we were talking about a little bit ago, she was just on a TikTok video. And unless yeah. you can figure out how to pull geographic location stuff out of there, I don't really think that's really. And her parents weren't shown. There was no vital information. There was just her face. Bruh. She did her whole family with that Itachi. That shower guy. <laughs> and and you know, it's like she got arrested. You know, they they tried to charge her with something. I can't recall what it was, but then uh the Supreme Court, I think, in Missouri said it was unconstitutional, but then they brought charges of like obscene electronic communications up against her or whatever. Um she can be held she can be held. I mean, it's the same kind of thing as like child pornography, right? Like I think a lot of those guys who get charged with that kind of stuff end up with that same charge. Okay. Um, that doesn't sound like an index charge. It was just some shit to add on there. <laughs> yeah, no, right. <laughs> <laughs> but that is her main offense. I don't really think she's going to spend a whole lot of time in jail if really she does at all. Um, BLM I, I guess they're bailing her out. Watch. They they might they might I I think that they will because like you know they responded kind of you know what I mean like oh. They, you know, they, the family received death threats and stuff like that. Now that's the part that, that, uh, holds her liable. Right. So like mm-hmm. if any violence does, uh, befall her family, then she herself will be in trouble because she initiated that by doxing her information. Mm-hmm. So her heart was in the right place. Maybe not her mind so much. Yeah. Yeah. She kind of channeled black rage and took it too far there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she it's like on the ass. a little <laughs> bit too far there, man. It's like 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 full metal alchemist trying to bring back your mom. You gotta give up an arm for it. Would you dox your own family though? I don't think I could yeah. do that. I, I I would. I would. Them motherfuckers deserve it. Hell yeah. Because let me tell you something. Some family, not you know the ones that I'm specifically cool with, but some of your family, you'll fucking die, and they'd be the first to step over your body. Yeah, trying to fight over that, all your yeah. shit at your house. <laughs> 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 I'm sorry. I was being a little shady. 
<laughs> I can't I can't do that because like then you add a whole bunch of unknowns to the equation. I mean, yeah, I may call you out, but I'm not gonna dox you though. Yeah, I don't think I could do that. Cause I would I would feel terrible if something happened because of me doing that. Yeah. Like, like, I, I, I wouldn't be able to d- get rid of that guilt. So I think the young lady we talked about earlier, she did it right, I think. She was didn't have her parents on there. She ain't put out any of their information. She was just she didn't even put hers out. She didn't put hers yeah. out, which is good. I mean, if if she got a whole video showing her face, if she got an Instagram, they're gonna internet gonna find you. They always do. But yeah, they'll find her. The point is is that she didn't bring anybody else into that situation which yeah. i do give her like mad respect for like she just got a video of her like legitimately correcting her parents and yeah. like disagreeing with the fuck the shit that they're saying they was trying to tell her to shut up and shit like god man, man people's god. really people's parents really do that like that's crazy bro like you can't be right or you get told to shut up <laughs> like, well you can't challenge the status quo you know what i'm saying and the house is a microcosm of that you know Household yeah. microcosm of the well, That's more so in black parents' houses. I don't know about the, the other, you know, the subculture homes. You know what I'm saying? I got no, we just seen it quite often. Like, <laughs> listen, shut um, up. Black, black parents are ran by black households ran by dictatorship. Okay, so yeah, yeah. But I didn't know down the street at Kelsey House. You know, they could tell their parents to shut up. You know what I'm saying? My or at least at least say no when her parents <laughs> told her to shut up she was, it was like shut up she was like no i won't <laughs> so uh, I was like, yeah that would have been like, the end of us <laughs> right <laughs> one thing black people go is go mama you wrong i love you mama but you wrong, no. wrong <laughs> uh, i would have had one of if, if you that was... in my own damn house when you get your own house you can be wrong in yours Yep, yep. If, if that was <laughs> if that was that was back at home or whatever, I would have been having to talk with one of them little microphone things pressed up against my neck because my shit would have been punched right in. <laughs> yeah, man. But shout out to uh, they need to free Kaylee Schmidt. Um, damn, dude, it was a fucking. It was two more people that got arrested in the middle of this shit that probably shouldn't have got arrested. But I was like, damn, bro, like. <laughs> Fucking um, yeah, no. Shout out to Kaylee Schmidt though. Do your thing. Uh, yeah. so Pete, I think we covered Dave Chappelle, the State of America, a little bit. I want to end it on this note. So y'all know this nigga Trump was about to to do a whole rally on Juneteenth, right? That's today. And then turned around and back and like pushed it back. That shit was on purpose. And I don't think it was Trump's call. I think it was his man scumbag ass advisor. That was definitely him. That nigga's such a fucking agitator, dude. <laughs> agitator, but I don't think he's that smart. But I don't think he that dumb either, though, to like <laughs> to be like, oh yeah, oh my bad. Let me just dumb. He's like, oh yeah, this is the blacks. This is their day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is their day. Ah, shit. All right, no, so hold up. Round table prediction. Round table prediction. We have to not. If I go here, we have to make it a point to at least watch this shit. But 
I guarantee you when he does do this campaign, he's going to try and dress black people the best way he can. Like the best, absolute best way he can. Why waste your time? (laughs) 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 Yeah. You don't think he he will? You don't think he will though? Of course he will, but I'm not seeing it's just like it's just a wasted effort. To be honest, most black people don't think you ain't shit. Like I said, I was done with your motherfucking ass when you called me the blacks. Like, excuse me, motherfucker. The blacks. <laughs> You're I the blacks. Like, right, the black. Well, you know, the blacks. The reason why I feel like this nigga is a this nigga is a fucking habitual ass. I feel like this nigga is a habitual fucking um like agitator for the simple fact that he did this shit and then like the week of the protest and stuff um he tried to fucking throw george floyd's name into his speech and be like oh i'm sure he's happy now with all the all the jobs i've given back and it's like motherfucker are you serious first of all you didn't even address what the fuck was going on and then you're gonna take you don't even know what the fuck people were protesting about in this man's name and then you just use his name as a fucking I don't know to put a buff on your statement or some shit like some sauce on it like I mean that's what I got from it I mean that's what I heard it just sounded like some extra sauce he was trying to add to it I'm like you you didn't say anything when it first happened and then you threw his name into your speech no, he said something. He condemned the people rioting and called them thugs and shit. Remember? <laughs> he didn't condemn that man for he didn't he didn't speak on that man losing his life at the hand of law enforcement and millions of people saw it. He did not say a word about that. Nope. He fucking went into the damn bunker, bro. <laughs> like, shut the White House lights off like a he shut, the, he shut the lights off and didn't say a fucking word about what happened in regards to this man and then turn around and say that he would be ecstatic with the amount of jobs that you brought to us nigga like it's beyond the point like i just don't i want to fight this nigga (laughs) (laughs) i I just want to fight this nigga just just give me like three rounds of just bare knuckles with this motherfucker (laughs) i i heard someone say before that they believe that the worst thing about Trump is that he's a bullshitter I think that not only is he a bullshitter he's a coward too no fucking he's a coward and a bullshitter and I think that is a very dangerous combination because then it leads to authoritarian type behaviors and shit like that you know and He's only surrounding people who will never challenge his authority. There's always people who are there bolstering his shit. It's always the same kind of the past four years. Him do (laughs) literally seen him do that with the past, like the past four years. Like his entire cabinet got chained, almost completely changed out. With a bunch of brainless ass motherfuckers who would just take that paycheck and not say nothing to his ass. And then it's getting to the point to the motherfuckers who taking the paycheck. Don't even want the money no more. They just want this nigga to fuck out. <laughs> like, it's like, bro, like you have fucked up so bad that you literally, I don't give the two party system much credence, but you got both parties pissed at you. <laughs> nigga. <laughs> like, you need to like, get the fuck <laughs> out of here, dude. <laughs> you need you to go. Never, 
<laughs> he, he should have never made it president in the first place, man. But like we like it's this two party system is fucking retarded in this country, man. And uh, yes, I fucking said it's stupid. It's full of Bro. dumb, conniving, sniveling ass people. Only you keep giving this fucking dog shit and cat shit to choose from, bro. Like the two party system does not work. He said, uh, in this quarter or whatever, uh, crime has been lower than it, it has been in decades. Motherfucker, we have been inside all year. <laughs> of course, <laughs> nobody's out there. It's all about optics with this motherfucker, man. I'm telling you, dude. Like, he gets his fucking numbers from the most narrowest fucking case he can find, dude. And then that just speaks for everything. Yeah, crime is down since he's been in since his last year in presidency. Uh, because there's a fucking global quarantine, nigga. We ain't trying to die, motherfucker. It's it's been on lockdown since fucking February, man. Like, what the what the fuck do you expect? Of course, crime is gonna be lower. Criminals right. don't want coronavirus either. Oh, shit. <laughs> Get the fuck. Yo, shorty, yo, shorty, fuck is you talking about? Man, that's what I'm saying. Like, that's the that's why I'm about to start. What fuck is you talking about, nigga? Fuck you talk? Make sure it's all one word too. Just, what fuck is you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> yo, 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 suck my dick, shorty. Like, yo, <laughs> <laughs> yo, this nigga's a fucking bozo. Like, yo, yeah. <laughs> you be wanting to be real Brooklyn. You be watching the TV. You be like, yo, dead ass. Yo, dead ass. Yeah, I. <laughs> dead ass. Hey, oh, man. Like, I'm so fucking tired of this nigga, man. Like, his antics is fucking bullshit. Like, I'm just over it. Get the fuck out of the office, man. Like, just get out. Motherfuckers <laughs> just in the way at this point, man. Like, dude, man. Bro, if I like, ain't never seen a motherfucker who, if putting my foot in my in my mouth was a person, man, like, <laughs> <laughs> like he dead. Looks like a butthole. Like he Here, like a here's butthole. one of the worst things about that supposed plan there to go and give a speech in Tulsa, Oklahoma on Juneteenth. In case y'all haven't read up on this shit, the Tulsa, Oklahoma massacre, because, you know, we like to reframe history a lot over here. It was a massacre. That shit took place. I mean, people, tens of thousands of people lost their homes because of a lie. They they spun it like a woman got raped in an elevator. And then, you know, a bunch of people who came back from the Civil War didn't have jobs. By the time they saw uh, Black Wall Street, it was all like there was houses and shops and stores and all kind of stuff. And these motherfuckers was jealous. And then the birth of a nation came out. And then the KKK membership spiked. And then, you know, all of a sudden that lie turned into bullets flying. People shooting it and indiscriminately at people. Well, I shouldn't say indiscriminately. They were shooting at black folks. And you had to be vouched for. You had to actually be vouched for by a white person if they employed you. And this nigga Trump ain't an instigator. That's why I want to fight this nigga. Like, <laughs> I, I don't know if that was a coincidence. If it if if it was a coincidence 
or or what i don't know what that was it just seems it was too- a fucking statement it was a statement all the way down to him canceling it if he had actually did it bro it would have been riots and protests and shit all over you know what i'm saying so the only reason why i say that i don't know if trump knew about it is because like his advisor that stephen miller motherfucker has done some and sent emails that communicated with white nationalists and things like that i've read some of this shit and that motherfucker's a racist he does not give a fuck about nobody except white folks yeah that dude doesn't care he does not care and that's your president's advisor okay (sighs) like i said man fucking 2020 has just been about visual displays bro like if you need to see how you need to see how bad society is you're gonna see 2020 vision display of that shit (laughs) you're gonna see how good it could be you'll see a glimpse of it <laughs> it's just so, wild too that this motherfucker, you know, Trump thought it was a good idea to take a picture in front of a church after tear gas and the people in front of it protesting, you know, just to take a picture. Like, come on, man. Like, this is your guy. That guy is your guy who wants to use a church and the Bible and the good word as a backdrop, a prop for a photo op. Fuck out of here. Yeah. Fuck out of here. Okay. This is like, the shit is fucking wild, man. Like, I wish that they would just... I wish motherfuckers would just admit that this dude is a piece of shit. Like, I want his supporters to admit that he's a piece of shit now. Not the people who didn't vote for him or the people who wanted to give him a chance. All this other shit. Um, I just wanted people for his... Like, the voters to know that he's a piece of shit now. Because it's like, it's so obvious. It's so fucking obvious. <laughs> what's weird to me is if you run on a platform like that the minute you start talking that racist stuff man i'm off of it and the problem is is like a lot of those people it wasn't a deal breaker for them and that's the scary part like why wasn't racism a deal breaker for you is it because Mm. you don't believe it's an actual problem or Mm. are are you convinced that that that's not that's not but i shake the room or, or, or are you gonna vote for him because you don't want to be wrong, or you you would rather put up the optics that you're not wrong about voting him, voting for him again? The dude I had really no want to highlight being president. I don't mean to cut you off, but I really want to highlight the fact that you said that that shit was an initial deal breaker for them. Can we sit there for a minute? Yes, we can. Let's because <laughs> like, like, that and man, if they don't get no fucking realer than that, man, like it really wasn't. Listen, and that's why they could cares. And that is why this nigga has gotten he was able to do his entire campaign run all the way into the fucking office. <laughs> yeah. Well, the scariest part to me was, you know, this motherfucker's getting endorsed by, you know, the KKK and other white nationalist group. He's getting endorsed by these people. What president do you know that ever, ever had uh, endorsements like that? And didn't I'll publicly wait. denounce him? Didn't even publicly dem- denounce him. Because I'm pretty sure it was, I'm pretty sure it was some, some, some yeehaws up on Bush's nuts in the beginning. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. But he, he at least had the balls to publicly be like, nope. <laughs> yep. The parallels are like, like by today's standards, honestly, 
I would think that Bush was more liberal than Trump is. Oh man, dude. Like I feel like I feel like Bush was a he was a, a liberal before it had a word, but he was still doing his, his democracy thing. Like he was still doing it. <laughs> so yeah. <laughs> and the the, the, the Because like part, since then, since then, like he's been on support with pretty much every progressive movement we've had since him. That's which is weird. Much. <laughs> but then we can say the same thing about Obama too. He was a Democrat, but by today's standards, he would be considered a Republican, a baseline Republican, more centrist or so, like center right, I should say. Hmm. And and it's just like it, that's all based on policy and stuff like that. That some metrics that how some of these folks come up with or whatever to measure how liberal or conservative a person is based on the policies that they they pass. Yeah. So, I mean, my thing was, is like, all right, so he didn't denounce these white nationalists. When a girl got killed in Charles or Charleston, or was it Charleston? It was North Carolina, right? The protest where the dude ran into the, uh, the crowd of people and killed that girl. I don't know where that was at. I thought that was in fucking, um, I thought that was in LA, but I could be no, wrong. I, no, I was down south. But that unite the right rally, right? Yeah. The girl get killed there. There's good people on both sides. What good is Tommy who um, ran into that crowd in Charleston, Virginia? Yeah. Yeah, he was from Mommy. Yep. Yeah. No. Yeah. But what I was saying was like, like there was good people on both sides. Good people on both sides. In what respect, dude? You got people who literally want to call violence against people because we're the rising minority we're we're black we're brown we're we're not white you know we're taking over everything you know and 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 these people are have some weird fear that somehow they're being replaced they you know they're being they're being snuffed out which is just not true it's not true it's not true um i do think that white males are under attack in this country um I feel I like do white th- males are attacking themselves in this fucking country. I, I, I do. I, I mean, in some in some ways, they are hanging themselves. You know what I mean? Like you know, like you put your balls, you put your balls in the bear trap there. You know what I'm saying? But it's just weird. It's weird. This guy, this 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 fucking. I don't know if you can even call him a president anymore. Is this? He's such a bullshitter. He's such a Dude. bullshitter. <laughs> this dude and this, we don't know who this nigga is but he, he he like the sub president i don't know who the fuck's supposed to be really running it but this nigga is uh been like a sub a, for like four years whose man's is this who's, who's right. man's is this he's like some usurper or something like that man like like Fuck you out. just like i, I said even... before man like it don't matter what kind of fucking president you are i don't need at this point I don't give a fuck what even I you could be Democrat, you could be Republican. I don't give a fuck. Bro, have the people behind you and have our interests collectively in mind when you sit your ass down behind that fucking desk. I don't give a fuck anymore. Like I am so fed up with this shit. Like <laughs> nigga, <laughs> oh that's Democrats. Oh, oh the Republicans, bro. The Democrats was doing some bullshit back in the day. The Republicans is doing bullshit today. All right, get somebody that's for us in the motherfucking chair. I don't give a fuck where you get him from. Get somebody who's for us in the chair. So and let them do their job. 
<laughs> for the love of fucking god Man, not not just get that person there but when they get there let them do their fucking job too <laughs> like dude like <laughs> you're gonna have to have some people around you to challenge your ideas when you have a hive mind like that nothing good comes of that ever nothing, nothing. Insecure men will surround themselves with more people like them. They'll keep orbiters around, which is what I feel like Trump does. Like he just bullies the fuck out of everybody around him. Fucking orbiters, nigga. I hate this nigga. So <laughs> insane, basically. <laughs> like straight up. So last segment of the day. So music. <laughs> I figure we'll start with what the fuck news first. <laughs> Cause that shit felt weird last time. I was like, let's start with music. And then we didn't really have much, but it all fed into each other at the same at the end of it. So it worked. But so Kanye, man, peep this, man. Kanye said that he was actually playing everybody this whole time when he was doing the MAGA hat and doing the MAGA dance. And his whole aim was mostly just to get a lot of people out of jail. Since the George Floyd happened, he has denounced MAGA of all forms. I've heard reports of him basically boxing up all of his hats and giving them shits away. Donated a bunch of money to uh, George Floyd's family, and I think he put some money up for his daughter to go to uh, college. Mm-hmm. Is it just when it's convenient, or is it <laughs> like What happened? I mean- yeah, I was gonna ask, how, would, how do we feel about Kanye now? Can we get this nigga some barbecue? Or I mean, it, eh. the only thing I'm gonna say is shout out to Kanye for um, taking his anti-psychotic medication. You mean weed? <laughs> <laughs> Starting to smoke weed again? <laughs> no, no, no. He's definitely on scripts. Somebody is he on a script? You hear me? That, <laughs> that nigga's on a script. <laughs> Listen, I already know. I already know he got a he got a crazy jacket. You know what I'm saying? He got one of them jackets with zippers on it. Somebody put that motherfucker in a jacket with zippers on it before. You can't tell me they didn't. <laughs> I don't know, man. The crazy part to me, though, honestly, is I feel like to a degree he he could be telling the truth. And the only reason why I say that is because. I guess it's convenient on how Kim got into law and shit in the, in that timeline and all that and like what she was doing in the background. So, I mean, could be, but I I personally feel like maybe he this was like the one of those moments where we were talking about this is how he can get back on the black side. <laughs> Sounds fucked up. Oh, <laughs> I think I think Kim been talking to him. I think he's been roping him back to reality. Going on, I don't know. Maybe she did. Maybe she didn't. I would like to think that she was, but um, what I do know is that fucking uh, the work that Kim has been doing in the fucking uh, and like law or whatever has been like she's been going hard in that part. So yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I can't really shit on her for that. So she's been going pretty hard for that. No. Yeah. I think that I don't think that her efforts and her works have been going unnoticed by Kanye is is what I'm I'm trying to say. She's been talking to him, maybe not in a literal sense, but definitely with the moves she's been making. 
And I think that's uh maybe that might be important for him because for a long time we thought that, you know, my guy Kanye might be in trouble mentally, you know what I mean? I don't know, man. I said that before. And I even said that, you know, him doing the, the Jesus thing, could it be a way for him to like, I don't know, exercise those demons or whatever? Um, if it is, or like more power to him. But um, I don't know how to feel about Kanye, man. Because like... <laughs> This the one minute this nigga do some humanitarian ass dope ass shit, and then the next minute he back to the bullshit. So like I don't really know. All I can do is just cat like clap for the nigga now, because I think what he I not gonna say think. I know what he did is that's gonna go some ways. You know what I'm saying? Especially with George Floyd's daughter, her seeing all this now, her having a guaranteed like pathway to fucking schooling. Go ahead and do something with that baby girl. <laughs> we'll see you. Yeah. <laughs> Go ahead and do something with that. So, on the last motherfucking uh, topic of music, I didn't want to bring it in here, but I figured we'd have to bring it in here to kind of break the ice on some shit and leave y'all niggas on a good note. You know this nigga Takashi Six Nine had a rainbow lace front. oh shit and he's also been uh rumored to be working on an apparent uh locked up remix with akon how do we feel about that akon is trying to save him that's what i get I think, think it kind of just being nice. I think Aegon's just like, sure, whatever, whatever you want to do. I mean, Aegon seems pretty agreeable in general. So he's like, yeah, sure, whatever you want, little colorful head young man. <laughs> <laughs> I knew that was a damn wig. If it wasn't a wig, because he had some pieces clipped in somewhere because it was just getting too long in different spots. You know what I'm saying? That he shit went, was too flowy for it to be his hair. Period. Yeah, and not only that, that's a lot of bleach and color damage. You know what I'm saying? Like, you gotta be wrapping it up at night. You gotta be still capping it. Like, my know. nigga shit is gonna look terrible when he finally go back to his regular roots. My nigga gonna look like a chia pet. I'm <laughs> I, I knew pieces when I see pieces. You know, he might have a, you know, a little lace front in the middle on some sides. I know he has some clip in extensions in the back and it's their timer too when I saw him. So, you know, it's, so, it's all for the show. So Kanye, or not Kanye, Akon was not the only artist that uh, linked up with 6ix9ine upon his uh, release. Nicki Minaj also did so too and made a song with him. Again. <laughs> mm. Well, him and Nicki are friends, so she actually likes that little motherfucker. She likes him on a personal level. So how is it that Nicki can converse with this nigga without so much as a consequence but any nigga is seen in the same picture as him is like basically deemed a rat real question <laughs> well we all know Nicki Minaj can't handle her cocaine so I mean <laughs> I feel like we excuse her on a lot of shit in general so she 
she's got a lot of yes people around her and she just does what the fuck she wants to do and she likes that little motherfucker because they both wear wigs and they're both short and they're both from new york and they both be lying and capping so that's why she's <laughs> oh man i don't know man i i i don't know she she said something though that i felt that we do kind of need to address here so i'm gonna ask it again she said that rappers pick and choose which people are okay with snitching and which people aren't because there's a lot of apparently I mean I can't say a lot but there's several other artists either active or have been active or in the high regard to the culture that have document papers of them being in court quote unquote snitching <laughs> yeah I mean I'm gonna keep it a bean. Like the fact that know. niggas arguing snitching in the midst of all this, in the middle of a civil rights movement, bro. Y'all fucking priorities is fucked up, bro. Like, <laughs> getting ready to say it was like, man, all of the shit that's going on in the world right now, and that really yeah. you worried about who's snitching. Ah, yeah, I'm still worried about this nigga who's snitching, man. Like, I personally don't give a fuck or a damn. He did it. I kind of understand why he did it, but I also kind of understand why the gang wants to fucking take his head off now. So, yeah. <laughs> um, other than that, I don't really know, man. Like, it, it was the fact that, because it's George Floyd, the shit that's going on is like not even more important than that. And I feel like the fact that it's people still pushing the envelope on this. So they're like, oh, yeah, you know, blah, 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 blah for George Floyd. But then they're like, yeah, that nigga shouldn't be snitching. What the fuck, nigga? Like, what side <laughs> are you on here? Like, <laughs> yeah. Let me tell you something. Yeah. Their priorities are fucked, and the whole tip niggas is lost. They're the lost place <laughs> where niggas is lost. <laughs> that sounds like a song. <laughs> this is why I say, man, shit like that has been playing into my fucking mental health this week, bro. Like, it's really been fucking me up. Cause I'm just saying, like, nigga, you sitting up in here all for change all for progressiveness and all this other stuff you're standing up against police brutality and shit but you still perpetuating a non-snitch culture it's been time to get up off of that because we can't like I, I'm not stupid and I'm not stupid there has been some things that have been in place that have negatively impacted black folks some of it's been on our own, uh, reco- or you know, our own shit. It's been because of the actions of our own folks. Yeah. Um, the whole non-snitch culture and stuff like that. Y'all know y'all don't want gangs in y'all's neighborhoods. Y'all don't want that shit there. Y'all don't want that shit, nigga. Literally, the gangs, the gangs of nowadays, have gone so far away from what they originated from, bro. Like, what are y'all? What? What do y'all really do for the neighborhood that y'all fucking reside in besides God being damn. a form of intimidation? Yeah. <laughs> Not a goddamn thing. Not a goddamn thing. Because the minute... I mean, shit, some gangs can't even fucking... They can't even fucking not beef with their own people. They shooting at their own people. That's what I'm saying, bro. So it's like this... This I don't know, man. That's just like the wrong fight to be fighting, bro. 
Like it is. I'm seeing really? mo- I'm seeing motherfuckers like I don't know. I'm seeing people like Meek Mill who always, always, always on the side of black and what's right and against pol- social injustice and police brutality, but then perpetuating the non-snitching shit. <laughs> so it's like, again, man, what fucking side are y'all on on this shit? Because I'm confused. I'm confused. Yep. I need help. <laughs> That's why I say, man, I, I, the, I think that we black people, man, we create a lot of our own problems. We create a lot of our own problems. And this gang shit, man, this is one of them. And I get why they became a thing in the first place. I definitely understand that. You know, we got Malcolm X reason. I get it. You know, yeah, I understand the Malcolm X reason for it. But this new shit right now, we way we know more than we did back then. We have access to more than we had back then. And yet we still be having a problem, man. I already said, man, I already think that, dude, if we don't start picking up the fucking pace, Black America is going to be in trouble, trouble. We well, I think, I think we're kind of at that road now to where we're recalibrating where to go from here, because I would say we've been more unified within the past two weeks than we've ever been in my 20 fucking years 20 plus years because fuck y'all <laughs> <laughs> my 20 plus years of being here i've never seen that much like unity bro like i've never seen that much especially from like just the other races and stuff so i think we're at a point now to where we're trying to recalibrate how we go about that and how we go about that is really is going to be real important on how we i guess we do our first shot <laughs> It is. I mean, you got to start putting these fucking guns down, man. And because this really could be like the start of like black people becoming more unified into the, I don't know, like how Jews are. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. We're like Asian folks. Hell, like even, you know, Hispanic folks. Straight up. So it's like, it's, it's high time for us to like quit fucking like going at each other for real and like at least try to bring each other under the same umbrella. So we got two choices in this country as far as I, I as far as I can see. And the one of them is the most extreme option. If you really want change, violence is going to be the way because again, like I said again, I'll say it again, the price for change is blood and, and lives. That's the quick game. We know we uh, a half of us ain't ready to start shooting people and stabbing people and stuff like that. So what, what else do we have? We got to play the long game. We got to start engaging in civil discourse. That means we got to be on our shit, man. We got to be on our shit. We're going to have to start, you know, getting more of us in the trade jobs, some stem cell stuff. We need to become a force. Black people are smart and resourceful, but we ain't playing the we we ain't playing the right game yet. I don't think. Nope. So, yeah, no, nah, that that. I wouldn't have said that any better. You can't just unify, nigga. We got to fucking, we got to unify and we got to mobilize. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So. I, dude, this coronavirus stuff has shortened that time limit that we got to work with. I think that, you know, technology and all that stuff is moving real, real fast right now. And if we don't start getting on board with some of this shit, man, we are done. We're going to be so far behind the curve. It's going to be almost impossible for black America to catch up again. Yeah. I would like to, I would like to think that we in a good spot right now. Cause like I said, we're unifying. So we get to the mobilize and then the executing part. We're good. But 
yeah. I, I ain't like I said in my lifetime, I ain't never seen this many black people all up in arms about the same thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, and one one of the things that I do agree with the the you know the and this is going, you know, this is gonna be aimed at conservatives out there, but I agree that we do need more families, whole families in in the household. You know what I'm saying? Like we need more fathers, we need more mothers together raising these kids, you know, instilling some some decent enough values in them. Because you can't, as a parent, it's impossible to cover every base. But I will say you have a better chance if you're in a full household as opposed to being in a partial household. Yeah. Um, you know, like like I got lucky, you know. Me and Rye, we got lucky. We had a stepfather and a father who were in the picture, you know. So we we had that. Um, some of some of our people, man, they weren't that lucky. You know what I'm saying? And some of them went off the rails. Some of them carved out a path in their own lives, and and they're doing real well for themselves. But that is one of the tragedies that I think is not a racial thing. I think that's an American thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the same time, like if I'm looking at it, at, you know, Black America in particular, that that hurt us the most is being pushed out. You know, men being pushed out the household by the government, basically. Yep. And that shit, they they try to make it seem as if that doesn't have an effect on a generation. Oh, it does. And and that's one of the, the reasons why I think gangs become a thing anyways, because they're looking for that camaraderie, right? You know, so you find that camaraderie in a gang and then you go with it. So I understand why they exist. And mm-hmm. I don't I don't I don't it's an extended fully... family. Everybody has a such thing as an extended family. That could be friends. Hell mm-hmm. for some people it's for gangs. It's yep. a gang. Oh, but that's true. I didn't mean to cut you off, but yeah, what you saying? Go ahead, finish your point. My bad. No, no, you're good. I was just saying it's just like we we gotta we gotta we gotta get smart about this. You know what I mean? And you know we can't always react with just calling everything that happens around us racist because it doesn't allow us to really think about the conditions um, that got us to this point not everything that happens to black people is a result of racism we got to start being more honest with ourselves with that shit too yeah you know what i'm saying like i'm not i'm not gonna take the candace owens approach and be all condescending towards black people and stuff like this this is just like this a dude from the hood <laughs> this is me what i've learned in life you don't have to give up how black you are for somebody else all you need to do is just know your shit know your shit you know how to work on cars work on cars you know how to uh build shit build shit you know what i'm saying you you electrician do your thing but we're gonna have to get with it man we had to get with it we're far behind the curve there is not really a such thing as general generational wealth in the black community it's just like a this family has got this much money and when the last person making that money dies if his sons or, or daughters haven't made that money it's, it's over the oh. next generation is going to have to work up the chain again it's constantly working up the chain oh. so so um yeah. other than that man I don't have much really to add it was a uh... Was a last minute shit anything? Um, no. I did see Netflix. Man, they like did a huge shout out with all of the black stuff. 
Man. A lot of, it's a lot of pandering, but there's a lot of helpful information in there too, you know? Yeah, fucking um what was it? iTunes did the same thing. It was like for the whole week too. I got some bomb ass playlists. Bomb ass playlists. <laughs> nice. They, they really did the brown sugar playlist. I said, what? I, did y'all know that Kelly <laughs> so I got <laughs> so I got a um I got a quick little sports take, even though we're not a sports podcast, but peep this. So um this was Carmelo Anthony on a up and coming basketball prospect who's projected to go to the draft. He says, I think Mikey Williams should consider an HBCU based on the power he has. If he if he does that, it changes college sports because you are because you have a young black kid who's at the top of his game who decided to go to a black university. This kid responds and he says, a lot of athletes are so so starstruck by big schools and coaches that they forget they control their own narrative. If there's anybody that is getting paid for me being at their school, I want it to be for my own people. Woo! Wow, okay. You imagine motherfuckers from UCLA stop going to UCLA and start going to these historical black schools? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I don't like I think that like HBCUs and stuff like that are important. Um there are bastion that you're going to go and probably learn a lot of history on, on on black culture and stuff like that. But I also think that that may serve as kind of a divisive thing to some degree depending on how the individual takes it right so i go out into the world i know more about my history now and my history was it it is it's it's not as whitewashed it's not as fluffy and you know romanticized as i was taught now i might be a little angrier in my interactions with like white white people yeah but i mean you could it's like a callback to a previous statement you said like a year and a half ago. If you if you make it to where that type of education is accessible for everybody, shit like that goes away. Yeah. Yeah, no. I mean, I I absolutely still believe that and if white people are allowed to go to these HBCUs, more power to them. But I don't know, man. Now it's just I think I think they have a place and they should have a place, especially for where, like, if you have a HBCU that's like in New Orleans or something like that, obviously the entry shouldn't be discriminative against race or whatever, but you feel like you would be more inclined to go to that school if you have not learned much about black people to learn about black people. So yeah, that's why like it should be inclusive. Yeah, no, and maybe maybe I'm understanding the whole concept of, and you know, I, I think that's probably more likely it, but maybe I'm just understanding the whole concept of HBCUs as like only for black people, basically. Maybe yeah. that was just a bastion of where they could go to get educated because they could go anywhere else. I think they that may be more accurate. They kind of perpetuate that narrative like that, but that's not, it's not actual, that, like that's not factual. Not anymore. They have white people going there. 
to leave that little tidbit on a good note and we just went in on it and just dissected the fuck out of it. I, <laughs> I, I think that the reason that they're historical is because at one point in time they did serve as institutions where black people, that's the only place that they could go. Now yeah. everyone and it's a different thing and they're more welcoming and I do agree with Rye's point that if we brought more, drew more attention to like, hey, Look, black people were, you know, that across the diaspora have been treated so, you know, disproportionately. They had to go to their own school. Let's see what these special schools are about. Let's see what just more information about them and why they existed at one time. It's just like saying, um, okay, the regular white dominant school is the school everybody knows. We all know the fucking like Berkeley and all these famous schools that have all this rich history and racist history you know what I'm saying but what about all the other schools that have been operating some of these schools that operating during slavery and all of that 1760 so just bringing the whole historical element into the conversation is really important and I think that would be dope okay so I thought that was I thought that was it then like it was it's more about it's more about these were bastions that people could go that they couldn't go to other schools Mm. Yeah, yeah, no, no, it wasn't. It was never that. I wish they should have. I wish that narrative gets put out more so people don't get that misconception. Because I feel yeah. like that that misconception alone, like, it makes it makes it makes talking about HBCU more difficult to people who have never gone to one, who never thought about going to one, or just never heard of it before. And it's like it goes back to well. They got BET. <laughs> it's a conversation that's not had. Black people have had very rich history in this country, too. We have mm-hmm. been here for hundreds and hundreds of years, and nobody talks about it. You know, we always hear about the schools and the top 10 schools, but we don't talk about the fucking black schools where people have come out of that are great and successful, that have been here an equal amount of time. We don't even know that history. We don't even know the facts. We don't know anything about it. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. Yeah. Something we should know about. If they have a Berkeley, if they have a Princeton, if they have a Stanford, they have all the same black schools that have been just around, been around just as long. Yeah. No. What I guess what I'm saying is, and don't get me wrong, I I absolutely think HBCUs need to exist. They need to exist. They have to. They have to at this point. You know what I mean? Like, we're going to continue to get the whole sort of sanitized history where you can go get it real. Yeah. Yeah. That's where, that's basically where I'm at. Like, I mean, I guess maybe 20, 30 years ago, you could be like, you know, they don't really have a place anymore because of all the other schools available. But I feel like now, in the era that we are now, within the last two weeks, them can stay. <laughs> I mean, I even thought it was more to go. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> I even thought they were. I mean, I st I thought they were important even when I didn't fully understand the whole concept of them. I'm just saying, like, like it. I feel like the important the important level of those type of institutions went up because of this, like, the temperature of the like country now. Oh yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure, for sure. <laughs> so like they they leave those, please. Cause some yeah. of you motherfuckers need to go to one just so you could like get the fuck out of your bubble. Like you, dude, I can't tell you how many times there's been people that I've told me I was the only black person they've ever worked with or the only fucking friend or some shit out here. It, nigga, this ain't the sixties. <laughs> like, <Yeah>. so <laughs> that's wild though. Yeah. So like, I feel like for people like that, nigga, take your ass to a historical black school. Then. <laughs> <laughs> not, on, not only that, but like, like, like we got to get away from using the black friend as a justification for being an asshole. You know, we got to get we got to get way the far way the fuck away from that because it don't it it don't mean shit. Right. Because you could just accept a person as one of the good ones. So like Candace Owens and others like her could be considered one of the good ones amongst the worst of black of, of, of white people. Right. She's educated and all of this stuff. You know, she talks at a million miles an hour. And she sounds like she knows what she's talking about. But when she start breaking shit down, man, like, you know, like it, I start to look at it like this. You, you can accept me as one of one of the good ones or anything, but does it is still it's still kind of a tactless approach. Right. So there's still an element, an element of racism there. So. Your whole demographic sucks, but you're one of the good ones. And that these these types are the only people, the only types that like your conservative voices will listen to. And I think that shit is fucking wrong. They're not the only like just and then a lot of them don't even believe that racism is a giant problem. I was like, maybe, maybe that may be true. Maybe it might be false, but you can't live everybody's experiences all at once to confirm whether or not that's true or not. So, so, um, yeah, I think that's it, man. Let me bite this. I'm hungry. Oh my God, man. So again, I want to thank y'all. If y'all have listened to this episode in its entirety, if you fuck with us, man, if you're on SoundCloud, leave us a comment. We appreciate them shits. Whole lot. Um, also, if you do leave a comment, Try to make sure that your like username is identifying <laughs> so I can give you a shout out instead of user five six seven six oh two three one two. Um or alternatively you can email your feedback to the round table four oh nine at gmail. But if not, pass the shit around. DRTP, Spotify, iTunes, Google Play, whatever the fuck you want to listen to us on. But if you fuck with us, leave us a like, leave us some motherfucking um, some feedback, all that good shit. And I believe that's it. Um, Parting words, fellas. No. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Sign your pooty on the running. <laughs> I say let's just, just make sure that the cops don't get away with this shit. Like. Even if it oh comes yeah, at a put on these niggas' necks 
and I mean that with the utmost right. respect. <laughs> that exactly. But yeah, keep a figurative foot on these motherfuckers' necks because it ain't over with y'all. So, peace and chicken grease, my niggas. We'll see y'all niggas on the next episode.